welcome back for season two of Mad Time. I am Daniel Tench, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend Zach Sayre. How are you doing today, Zach? I am going outstanding, Coach. I'm just uh, so thrilled to be back for Mad Time uh, season two. I'm really uh, looking forward to getting this thing going and, and for what we have in store for all the folks around the state of West Virginia. Yeah, it's been uh, been an anxious time for me and you here, uh, waiting to get back into it, trying to decide when was the best time to actually drop episode one. And I think after the first night of wrestling in West Virginia, it's as good as time as any to get back out here and start spreading the, the good news of wrestling across the state. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, Big Dan. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start. Let's start a little international. We will start international. I think that's a good place to start because uh, Amos had a monster junior world. Yeah, he did. Absolutely outstanding. Great representation of West Virginia. Uh, oh, not only West Virginia, of, of America. But, but America too, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's the third junior world participant ever from America to double medal, which yep. is just insane to me. And this is coming off, you know, quarterfinals, I believe. Uh, against Hancock, or I got the sudden victory or the the final wrestle off with Hancock, but quarterfinals in the freestyle, and then uh, just a, a win or two wins away from the Olympic team. He, he just had a monster international season. It was beyond impressive, in in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely craziness. Uh, you know, phenomenal job by Braxton. Congratulations to him. Definitely making Parkersburg uh, community proud. You know. The thing is, he's not going anywhere. Uh, he's just just fresh out of high school. Uh, you know, has had that year off. Um, yeah, he's a baby. Now he's now he's now he's getting into his to his full eligibility at uh, Wisconsin. It's going to be excited to watch him. You know, uh, not only in the freestyle over the next uh, four, five, six years, but in in the the folk style as well. So, well, don't forget Greco. You see, well, and you Greco, know, yeah, that's true. Double medal, and if, if you told me before Junior Worlds that Amos was going to double medal gold, bronze, I would have bet the house gold was coming in Greco. I'd have yeah. bet the house. And yeah. yet it's completely the other way. He, he goes out there and does wrestles really well freestyle, gets the gold. And, you know, he runs into a Russian hammer uh, yeah. early on in the, in the semis there, comes back and gets bronze in Greco. But I always, I just thought with his showing at the Greco team trials, he's going to go Greco. But, you know, the kid's, the kid's versatile. The kid's versatile. He does it all. Yep, he can do it all. He can do it all indeed. Yeah, he's currently uh, currently ranked. Uh, just this transition to college now. He's what, top 16 uh, yep. on Intermat. He did, however, like I believe I'm 99% sure he suffered his first folk style loss since eighth grade. Yeah, but it's still early. I mean, it's so early. Uh, you know, by the time you get to NCAA's, uh, you know, Braxton will be a different beast. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I agree. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, if anyone's looking too much into that, then they need to probably just step back a little bit because, you know, like I said. Well, I be, think what you need to look at when you see that is exactly what we talked about last year when we previewed the NCAA's. Like, when you're at that level, it, it's all bets are off any match. Oh yeah, no, we're talking happen. ridiculously high level kids everywhere. It doesn't matter what number is beside you. Yeah, these kids can wrestle. I believe it was uh, the number twenty nine or so 
from Hofstra uh, gets gets the sudden victory win over Amos. And you know, I was shocked. I was shocked. But that just goes to show you how talented it is, how hard it is to win a title in NCAAs. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's pure insane. But yeah. like I said, you know, that, like I said, unfortunate early season loss there. But, you know, I would not uh, – I wouldn't look too awful much into that if I was anyone – uh, you know, one of the experts or whatnot. Like I said, we know what he'll end up being uh, in the end. So yeah, and and don't forget in that same weight class last year, uh, Adams got an early win uh, over top of the man child. Yeah, over Ferrari. And, and, you know, and, if anything happens, I mean, you know. And then Ferrari comes back and just does what he does and wins the title. So yeah, early uh, season, he, not a lot of mad time yet, especially especially in folk style. Remember. Remember, folks, Braxton did not take advantage of that free year last year. He put all of his focus on his international stuff, and it paid off. Don't get me wrong. It was a great decision. He got handsomely rewarded for his decision. So it might take him uh, a few months here to get back into the flow of folk style and uh, just the different nuances of that style versus freestyle and Greco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Speaking of college – we have a whole bunch, a oh, whole it, bunch. It's insane how many wrestlers, wrestlers out there currently wrestling. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I don't like I said we names at this moment, uh, just because there's so many and we don't want to miss anybody out. Uh, but you know, to highlight uh, West Virginia, you know, we have uh, Peyton Hall, and we'll we'll go D1 for now. Peyton Hall at WVU, uh, and Austin Chapman uh, at Clarion, and then you have Josh Humphreys at Lehigh, and of course Braxton. You know some great wrestlers there, uh, some of West Virginia's best. And, you know, then we can go, like I said, into the D2, NAI, D3. We have wrestlers all over the place. Uh, you know, it is absolutely crazy. That women's? Women's division? Yeah, we have Samantha collegiate Miller, women wrestler Samantha, right now? Samantha Miller, she's ranked in the top five. Uh, you know, we had two national champions last year, uh, which is just phenomenal, Colea uh, and, and Lucas Martin. So, you know, like I said, wrestling, our best are just as good as anyone. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And and we're starting to get uh, more and more kids out there. I feel like this is the most collegiate wrestlers because, you know, you got Kyocho and DeLong back down there at Glenville. Uh, You got quite a few over uh, Rio Grande, West Lib, Davis and Elkins. And we got kids uh, everywhere. West West Virginia Tech. I mean, you know, like Alderson Broadus, they're they're everywhere. It is, like I said. And, you know, we're excited to, to we'll go ahead and break the news here. Uh, surprise, surprise, but we're going to venture into uh, some college only episodes of uh, Matt Time, you know, get a little more, uh, get a little more coverage on that. And like I said, there'll be its own separate entity, uh, which will be, you know, it'll be good for, for the collegiate and for the, for the amateur uh, shows, you know, to dedicate some time to each and only, you know, each of those individually. So, right. And it's a hundred percent their fault for being so successful yeah. and making it so hard to keep this to 30 minutes and get everything covered when yeah. it's just simply not possible. Yeah, not possible. So we we got to break it up. It's the only yeah. logical thing that we can do in order to make sure everybody gets the time they need with all this there. And it's a great yeah. thing for our sport, great thing for our state. Absolutely excited about it. And, you know, Cottrell's done a good job already over there at Glenville, uh, getting a bunch of kids in and getting a team, and they're having early season success. So, yeah, uh, a lot of good things happening inside of West Virginia wrestling, even in, even in our own state at the college level. Oh yeah, and you know, uh, speaking of that, going back down to the high school, 
uh, we had our first ever Super 32 uh, female champion this past year. Well, the past off season, uh, Kaylee Hall from Romney Middle School. Now, you know, that's crazy. That's awesome. That's and amazing. Congratulations to, congratulations to her as well. And we have a couple other girls uh, that are ranked nationally. I don't, I don't recall the, the rankings individually right off wrong, but like I said, you know, I know we have three or four. The last time I checked, I just don't want to uh, be inaccurate on my rankings for the girls. So we'll get we'll pull that up uh, for one of the latter episodes. Yeah, it's it's just good to see so many young females participating uh, in the sport of wrestling, and especially now that we're seeing a lot of success. Uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and it starts way way back when uh, when girls in West Virginia really started getting into it. I, I, we've talked about Erica's eye in the past and just yeah. the absolute animal she was on a wrestling mat getting runner up. Uh, and then we've, we've had girls qualify for States uh, throughout the history of West Virginia wrestling, but it's really yeah. starting to gain a lot of momentum and you got to give credit. You got to give credit to organizing the girls state tournament, especially now that they're recognizing it as its own entity. That's, yeah. that's outstanding. That's a great way to encourage participation. I agree. And hopefully, you know, hopefully they're sanctioned soon in West Virginia uh, for their own uh, high school state term. That would be, that'd be great. But like I said, those guys that are, they're doing the current West Virginia girls state championship, you know, they have great turnout and it just is continuing to grow. Uh, yeah. And yeah, don't forget yeah. the coaches are recognizing that as, as the state title. That is yeah. not just, oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. This isn't just, Hey, you want a tournament. This is, Hey, yeah, it's, you're it's the best in West Virginia yeah. at what you do. Congratulations! Yeah. You earned everything about this, and I'm I'm real excited to see how the young lady does uh, at the WSAZs this year. Hopefully, her team makes it there. I mean, if you're talking a Super 32 champion in middle school, you'd have to imagine she's going to make some serious noise oh, yeah. uh, at the WSAZ tournament this this winter. Yep, yep. I'm excited for that. That'll be that'll be uh, something to write down and, and and for everyone to take note of, and and you know, just keep an eye out for her. So, well, even here locally. Uh, we had a young lady from Point Pleasant travel out west and do some freestyle, uh, yeah. some females freestyle, and that was uh, that was great to see out of her. And she's a great kid and works really hard, and she had some success out there. Yeah, uh, yep. she never she had never done it before. Yeah, she went Addison. out there. I believe she went two and two, having yep. never done freestyle. Yeah, Addison did well. She's a current wrestler for me, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to see what she's able to accomplish uh, in her wrestling career. So yeah, good times. So, we've uh, covered some things so far. Let's get into some of the juicy stuff now. We've got some preseason polls out. Yeah, The coaches have been talking. They've been voting. You look at them. How do, how do you feel? And I'm not going any farther than the number ones. Would you have voted those three as the number ones? I would have, Coach. Uh, to me, you know, Park South is the number one AAA. Uh, Point Pleasant's the number one in Double A, uh, and you know I think Cameron is the is the one uh, in A. Although you know Single A can be an absolute shootout at any point in time. Yeah, uh, but absolutely. They, but you know they would have had my vote uh, for number one in the preseason. So, well, how about yourself? I'm gonna say this uh, a little bit with a grain of salt, based on what's coming back. I agree with how they voted. Yeah. Like I said, preseason polls, coming back, I think, going into the year, I think all three of those were number ones, no doubt. Right, because if you do the whole returning underclassmen formula, you know, 16 points uh, for the champ coming back, one point for qualifiers and everything in between, yes, that's how it adds up. 
Now, with saying that, uh, I, I think AAA and AA, those are they are definite favorites. Uh, I think the space between both of them in the field has shrunk, and I feel like could be a significant shriek, shrink. I don't know if it's you're going to catch them this year, no. but everybody's getting closer, and it's it's a you, you, they graduated so much. Both schools yeah. graduated so many points uh, from their winning teams last year. It's just hard to replace it's hard that to replace many that. points. It is. It is. Not saying it can't happen. No, it, not it saying can, it can't. You know, and both have well-established feeder programs in place. Uh, but it's it's just hard, like you said. I mean, that's a lot of points to make up. Uh, you know, sometimes it takes time to get to the point where you can make that up. Uh, and in one year turnaround, you know, that's that's a tough thing to do. That's a tall task uh, for anybody. So yeah, for any I, program. I definitely do agree. I think, like I said, I think those are the favorites. Um, but as you said, I think the field uh, is catching up. Uh, just as a result of, you know, uh, graduation, you know, just general improvement across the board. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how the state tournament shakes out for all three classes. But but like I said, preseason for sure, those are my – those would have been my number ones uh, as well. Yeah, and like you've already addressed, single A is so tough to figure out because generally speaking, most – Single A schools aren't fielding 14 wrestlers. No. Um, so if you have a single A school and you field 14 wrestlers, and we'll know this soon, uh, and if you catch a weaker region, you got a chance to just qualify more based on location and number, just a numbers yeah. game. Well, and, and I've said this before too, with single A, since they've broken it up, a lot of times the pill can kind of dictate who's going to be the single a champion yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean you you know you get a uh you get a good draw and you get a couple guys to the final uh you know you end up with a couple guys in the top four i mean you know the pill can really can really set the tone for that single a race unfortunately uh but that you know based off the current setup i mean that that's just how it is unfortunately um, well i i still love the pill i know there's a huge yeah oh yeah no i'm just saying i'm just looking at it from you know the black and white perspective like the, the the pill can really have an impact on the single A race in itself. But well I think this year I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one step farther. Let's just address the elephant in the room. St. Albans took down South last night in a duel. Yeah, they did. Twelve point victory over South in a duel. Now we talked about this last night when we were looking at these results. There's some key names missing. There's some key names missing. Like Childers wasn't in the lineup. Ford, but I'm not sure Ford's around, but he wasn't in the lineup. Uh, so there's some obvious points there. Uh, and kids aren't at weights yet. You're not yeah, allowed to base yeah, yet because they're out the dates. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, you know, that's an outstanding win uh, for St. Albans. But, um, you know, you don't truly want to count your, your chickens before they hatch. Uh, you know, like I said, it'd be interesting to see how that duel is, you know, at the uh, – team dual state championship how that duel shakes out you know once everyone's hopefully healthy uh down to their alpha weights and everyone's fielding their you know quote unquote normal uh normal lineup so it, I, you know like i said i think it's a tight one still based on matchups uh without looking too much into the rosters i mean admittedly like i said i scanned but you know i've not really done a, a breakdown um but like i said i'm not so certain that you get the same result um as you did 
yesterday. And like I said, I could be wrong, could be right. Like, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't looked into it. So don't take any, you know, not to offend anybody, not to, you know, get under anyone's sky. I just, I just don't know that, you know, the, the same thing happens again. So like I said, I want to look into it a little more. And like I said, we got to let the season shake out before we can really uh, dive into that, I feel like. But, you know, a win's a win. So congratulations to St. Albans. And, you know. Oh, it's a great win. Great win. Yeah, and I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. I'll play devil's advocate. Let's say you insert Childers in there, and let's say you insert Gearhart. I didn't see his name for, you know. Let's just say you insert two kids that are going to be your starters, and they both get decision victories. Yeah. Now the duel is tied. Yeah. It's just tied at that point, so it is tight. It's going to be real tight. And what's really going to be interesting with those two, uh, let's say they are truly one and two, okay? I, I think it's Parks. You got to beat Park South in a bracket. Yeah. You got to beat him in a bracket, and then I'm going to sit here and tell you, hey, you're the top dog. I still have a lot of faith that South is going to end up winning a state title this year. But that being said, uh, duels, yeah, they, they, they tell the story. Uh, but how many kids can you push as far as they do in a, in a bracket? Yeah. Because you got to look at, at South's ro- roster and think probably three – Three to five champs on a given year, pretty much any year. Was that pretty accurate, you'd say? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so can you push three to five kids to the finals? That's that's how you catch these teams. Same thing with Point Pleasant. Do I think they win the title as big as last year? No, I don't. I don't think they do. But you can assume they're finally, and based on the last couple years, three to six. Yeah. Can you final three to six to keep up with them. And then can your role players win a couple matches, find a way to get on the podium. So when you talk bracket tournament, there's a lot of like your, your best might be as good, but are your average kids as good as their average kids in terms of the state? That's where it comes down to duels. They tell a story. Yeah. We've talked about this in the past and duels tell you one thing, bracket tournament tells you another, but it is interesting to see that. It is. I, I was I was taken back. It's a great win, full lineup or not. They had a lot of their big names. Yeah. If you look oh, through yeah. that South okay. lineup, it wasn't like they were sending out 14 random kids. No. They had all the right names in there. So, and, and it's an outstanding win for St. Albans, and that has to breathe some life into the rest of AAA. Maybe it's not just St. Albans that can take them down. Maybe it's St. Albans studs with the help of Park studs with the help of uh, Park High studs, you know, it's a yep. whole thing. Yep, I agree. Like I said, I'm interested to see how uh, how things shake out. Like I said, get everybody down to weight and get everybody back and healthy. Uh, I saw on the mat earlier, I think uh, Jude Children's will be back uh, in January sometime, uh, you know, so. Yeah, early reports say January based on the hearsay of uh, the mat. Uh, yeah. Now, I thought – I thought it was pretty, pretty good voting in Double A, because uh, if you check out like who's coming back from each team, Independence's numbers don't add up to Fairmont Seniors. But you're forgetting about Judah, yeah, because of the unfortunate circumstances. And I, I said it 15 times last year. I'll say it again. I believe it cost him a state title. I do as well, uh, Big Dan. I think I think Judah Price would have been uh, state champion last year. It's a, uh, you know an atrocity that he didn't get to compete and I'll, I'll die on that hill. Uh, you know, there's no one that's going to change my mind. Uh, but yeah, you definitely got to factor in his, his points. And like I said, I think, 
you know, I think Indy is, is ultimately number two uh, in double-A in, in a bracketing tournament, of course. Uh, well, I believe right now he's on a football field still, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. And he's going to try to win a state title in football and then come back and win a state for, title in the fall. Playing for Which, a state championship this weekend. So that would be a, that'd be a that'd be a nice little way to start your what sophomore campaign? He's just a baby. He's young. Can't Crazy. Sophomore junior, but yeah. I feel like mind, I've heard the name I'm, for so long though. My mind's drawn blank. And I've been around him for so long, you know, with with being with the middle school. So I can remember him and McCandle wrestling uh Freeman back in the day. So I, I lose track of time uh you know over the course of, of, of all these years. But yeah, Judah looking to to go and get that get that uh state championship. So and speaking of Andy coach, I've heard I've heard an interesting rumor. Uh it's pretty well all but confirmed. Uh for anyone of the listeners that are not uh attuned to this yet, uh that Cliff Warden is back in town. I've I've heard similar rumblings from other people other than you, because you have told me this for weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, looks like he's back in town. Uh, you know, so that's a big uh, addition to Indy's program. You know, having him back uh, assisting there under under Coach Hart. You know, so I'm sure that they're excited to to have him back around and and you know that's just another guy in there to help push those to help push those guys. So that's that's exciting news for for Indy and you know. One could say that it's not so exciting for 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 anyone else in Double A, so especially in that region. Yeah, it's oh, interesting yeah. that he's back because he had success. Mm-hmm. I think he got himself a state title his first year down there and uh, runner up third, something like that. He, it wasn't like they they weren't doing the right thing. So yeah, I'd be curious maybe maybe get him on to the, yep. talk about the decision to come back to Indy. But like you said, huge win for Indy. And uh, kind of a loss for a lot of other people. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Going to be an exciting season, man. Uh, starts off this weekend with some some big tournaments, both middle school and high school. I believe the uh, Charleston Invitational, that's this weekend, correct? Yep. Charleston Invitational this weekend. Uh, you know, it'll be an early, early season indicator. A lot of the, the middle school. Uh, middle school teams, uh, West Virginia. As far as high school goes, I know uh, I know Point Pleasant's going down to the Lake Norman duels, um, and it's just loaded up this year. They just made that tournament as tough as they could get it. I'm trying to think of what else is going on this weekend. Um, well, next weekend's the Granddaddy. Yeah, we're we're talking Iron Man next episode with yeah. uh, with a few schools and not just schools. That'll be a good opportunity to dive into some individual kids of the state. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you got Rake and Barty heading that way, right? Uh, a lot of big names oh, heading yeah. towards the Ironman this year. So that's really exciting to see how well they do in the toughest tournament in the country. Yep, yeah, I agree. Now, we've had a Same kid that had success there a couple times. Going back yeah. to that Amos kid, he did okay there. Yeah, not, not, not didn't do too awful bad. Uh, I think he, he only got three titles though, right? Yeah, only three uh, due to due to injury. So yeah, maybe maybe because he, he wasn't wrestling as a freshman is why yeah. he didn't get four. Yeah, I think had had he had he been healthy, I think he would have got that fourth one. Uh, just my opinion, but you know, teach their own. So well, he he you against him. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, he yeah, keeps I, doing I, what he does, and yeah. it makes it easy for us to say he's good. Yep, 
That's a fact. Yeah. Man, I just don't even know, man. I'm so excited. I'm like a kid, you know, on Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve. Just, like I said, you know, had had some matches last night. I know, like I said, South uh, and St. Albans and, and uh, Ripley and, and Hurricane. And uh, like I said, I saw some results uh, come across the the media today. And, I, you know, Point Pleasant wrestled last night against Ravenswood and, and Buffalo. But like I said, this weekend, everything will be fully kicking off. And it, it's exciting time. Uh, it's the best time of the year. Uh, it really you know, is. And it's, it's the right time of the year this year. We're not doing this when it's hot outside. Yeah. Yeah, not doing it late. Uh, like I said, I'm really looking forward to the season. I'm looking to see, you know, how things kick off. I'm really excited to see where things finish uh, with this West Virginia uh, wrestling season. So, I say let's do it. Let's just get into it. Uh, good luck to all the wrestlers in the season. Everybody stay healthy. We want to see the best kids on the mat all the time. Uh, as always, stay safe. Uh, still got that lingering, nasty – not even gonna say its name out there. Don't want to see any more kids not on the map because of that. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, we want the best ones out there all the time. So thanks for joining us. Uh, I am Daniel Tinch, and I am Zach Sayer, and we will see you guys later. Have a good. One.